This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And by ICOM. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. It's Ham Radio. Good afternoon, a rare afternoon episode of Ham Talk Live. It's episode number 321, Hamvention Duck, Ham and Quackers, recorded on July 9th, 2023. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. Today we're joined by Junie Cassone, N1DUC. And last episode, Paul Bork, N1SFE, was here to talk about Field Day. If you missed that, you can listen anytime at hamtalklive.com or any any episode of Ham Talk Live. Just go to hamtalklive.com or on your favorite podcast app or on YouTube. So, yeah, rare afternoon episode. We actually re- recorded this uh, last evening. And, uh, things are really crazy around the house right now. Um, if, if you haven't checked your calendar, uh, Yoda camp, uh, starts on Sunday up in Ottawa. And so I'm putting the finishing touches on all the preparations for that. And, uh, we're actually leaving in the morning. So that's why we have an afternoon one because I still have errands to run for camp and, and some other stuff and some programming stuff that I'm working on. Um, tonight. So, uh, rare afternoon episode here. Uh, but hope you, uh, have a chance to, uh, to tune in, uh, to us from Yoda camp. Um, we'll be on the youth on the air YouTube channel. Uh, we'll be streaming the opening ceremony, uh, the heiress contact, um, and then the closing ceremony and, and some, some other things, but, one of the real cool things to check out are the daily highlight videos. Brian Eshe, WB9QVR, puts those together for us every day. And so you get to see a two to three minute video of what we did the previous day. So it only takes a couple of minutes to watch. Um, so make sure you check those out. Again, look for Youth on the Air on uh, YouTube, and you can catch that. And we'll be on the air um, between sessions. So we don't have a real regular schedule. It's not like a, a you know, a, a special event or a de expedition, uh, where we're trying to just work everybody. Um, you know, we just give a chance for people to get on the air, um, during our breaks. Um, and then in the evening hours, uh, eight to 11 PM Eastern time, uh, you should hear us on quite a bit. Um, we've got the Eris contact at 2.42 p.m. on Tuesday. Uh, that's July um, 18th. Um, so we will, uh, we will have that. And then 
Um, we're going to go to a POTA activation right after that, weather permitting. So from 3 to 5 p.m. Um, Eastern time, um, we'll be out in a twofer. So you can get the uh, Rideau Canal and also the Experimental Park up in Ottawa. Um, so you can get us there and, and because we shuffled some of the schedule around, we're only going to be there a couple hours. So we're doing a three hour pota activation on Thursday morning. So, uh, from nine until noon, um, on Thursday, that would be the, let's see, 16, 17, 18, and 20th, um, July 20th, you can catch us. Uh, there as well as um, we'll be on some satellites Wednesday morning and Thursday morning, the 19th and 20th. So, and maybe the 21st if we, if we have some time. So uh, those are some times that you can catch us on. Uh, we, we've got that advertised on youth on the air.org. So uh, you can check that out as well as our, our social media. So, uh, so that's what's coming up. So I'm going to be gone for uh, almost two weeks here uh, to make this thing happen. So, um, I'll be back, uh, on ham talk live after that. And, um, you know, may send out some, uh, some updates on social media while we're there. But anyway, that's what's uh, happening here. Uh, but we've got Junie and, and Mochi, her duck that was at hamvention. So we're going to talk about that, uh, right after this word from ICOM America right here on ham talk live. From base stations to more portable models, ICOM has the best radio for working your favorite bands this summer. Whether outside enjoying sunny skies or inside by the AC, stay cool with ICOM. The IC905 lets you explore the world of microwave. ICOM's new SHF portable, the IC905, covers 2 meters, 70 centimeters, 1.2 gigahertz, 2.4 gigahertz, and 5.6 gigahertz bands, and 10 gigahertz with the optional transverter. There's some industry firsts under its belt as well. It's the first to support the five major VHF to SHF bands. The first PoE-powered RF module designed to be at the base of the antenna to eliminate signal loss and be compatible with amateur TV and analog FM mode. It has the large 4.3-inch color touchscreen, real-time high-speed spectrum scope and waterfall display, easy digital mode settings, the GPS, full D-Star functions, and an SD card slot. The IC7300 is a high-performance, innovative HF transceiver with a compact design that will far exceed your expectations. It digitizes RF before various receiver stages, reducing the generated inherent noise in different IF stages. It's the radio that changed entry-level HF. It has RF direct sampling, 15 discrete bandpass filters, large color touchscreen, spectrum scope, and an SD card slot. The real HF fun starts here. Create your own band opening with the IC9700. This transceiver brings direct sampling to the UHF and VHF weak signal world. It's loaded with innovative features that are sure to keep you busy, like smooth satellite operation with 99 satellite channels, dual watch operation, and full duplex operation in satellite mode. 
Expect top performance on field day with ICOM's IC9700. The IC7610 is the SDR every ham wants. This high-performance SDR can pick out faint signals in the presence of stronger adjacent signals. The ICOM IC7610 is a direct sampling software-defined radio that's changed the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. ICOM, for the love of ham radio. For more information about ICOM's amateur offerings, visit ICOMAmerica.com. The early bird may get the worm, but the second mouse gets the cheese. You're listening to Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. And welcome back to Ham Talk Live tonight. Junie Cassone in one D.U.C. joins us on the Orlando Amateur Radio Club at Hamcation Zoom Line. Junie is uh, now from Ocean Springs, Mississippi. She uh, spent some time out in Connecticut. She's a veteran and an avid, avid activator of parks, lighthouses, and anywhere she can go portable. She also has three ducks and one of them mochi uh is with us as well and we'll hear from mochi uh off and on probably as we go and, and we'll, we'll try uh for for mochi here in a little bit uh but uh, you may remember her back on episode 263 uh we uh we had her here to talk about poda and uh and and the ducks so uh junie welcome back hey thanks so much for having me neil well, it was great finally meeting up with you at Hamvention, and and we had all kinds of of cool pictures. And I, I sent out one picture on on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram yesterday of us at the Yoda booth with uh, Mochi, and uh, we really enjoyed uh, watching Mochi go around at Hamvention. And uh, one of the, one of the things that you have happened to you at hamvention if you know a lot of people know you or you stand out you know kind of like uh antenna hair girl and and, and mm-hmm. joe with the dr seuss hat and everything and now you've got the duck and and i know you made the comment that was like okay i need to leave because it's going to take me 30 minutes before i can get out of the building because everybody <laughs> wants to see mochi <laughs> That's the truth. That's the truth. That's what happens to you with fame. I'm telling you. Uh huh. For sure. For sure. So yeah. So she spent quite a bit of time uh, at the Yoda booth, and we were we were talking, and we had a lot of um younger people uh, come up and and want to pet Mochi and and hear about Mochi and everybody. So so tell us some some stories about how Hamvention went with with taking mochi around with you the whole time well i you know i was at i was staying at cowan lake state park with my friends and we actually we did a parks uh, a poda activation from kayaks and mochi sat on the back of the kayaks and that was how we started our hamvention week was going out kayaking and doing an activation for parks on the air and you know he of course is like the best duck ever so you know, we, we start the camp out, we start with Poda, and then we get to Hamvention, and I had a booth there. It was a 
I don't know, uh, not a booth, but a table over in the flea market, we thought we might be able to, you know, talk about our YouTube channel, Ham and Quackers. And when I could, I took Mochi around in the quack wagon and we, yes, Mochi. And then we walked around (laughs) and it ended up, I don't know, we ended up just walking around and it just, you get stopped every five seconds. And whether it's, you know, people quacking or others coming up to me and going, you're the one with the duck, or I saw you on QRZ, because there was a video I posted of Mochi and I doing a POTA activation, and of course, I hand the microphone over to Mochi, and he, he quacks on command, basically. If I put a microphone in front of him, he will quack. I actually, I have one right here. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, let's put it yep. to the test here. Yep, yep. So, so I hi, right Mochi. And, yep, you want to say hi, Mochi? I don't know if you can hear yeah, him very well. But. Yep, yep, we can hear it. Okay, so anyway, he he walked around with me, and um, I think we got the most publicity, at least for the YouTube channel, by just walking around in the quack wagon. And um, yeah. I, you know, this is my per- first hamvention, so I didn't really know what to expect. That's why we got a little flea market spot, because we thought, okay, if the duck gets tired or, you know, whatever, we could just stop there, and, you know, he'll be able to rest um, so many people wanted to see him though. It was very, it, it was a lot for him and I kind of felt bad a little bit, but by the end of the day, he would, he would rest. He was eating his salad. He was happy. He, he, he did just really great with people. He's just so good. I was surprised at how well behaved he was. And I think our highlight besides getting, um, besides meeting up at MFJ and talking with the owner there, but our highlight was, um, going to the POTA tent and meeting the people that i've made contact with over the years i can't believe i'm saying years but yes over the years (laughs) and he um everybody knew who mochi was and that that was amazing i mean you know most people have animals and they do activate but i think mochi really he kind of he's a trendsetter he's the one who really started the whole you know, animal parks on the air, get out and do stuff. And, and he, he's just so well behaved. I, I mean, who, who wouldn't love Mochi? Oh, absolutely. And, and so you were, you were, you know, sharing some, some duck education too, you know, so, so I know, you know, with some of the uh, really young f- folks that were at the booth, you were, you know, teaching them now, always make sure you ask first and you, you know, here's yep. where, where you should pet the duck and, and uh, and Mochi did great, but uh, yeah, I could tell Mochi was exhausted by the time <laughs> you but, all yes, got to yes. the booth. <laughs> and, and I don't know if it was because of how sunny it was, um, but the, it was the weather was so warm. I didn't expect it. So I had to really make sure he was hydrated. He had his water. He had his food. He took breaks. You know, we would go into the air conditioned buildings and make. I would make sure that he was doing Okay. The the problem is when you're walking outside, you get stopped by everybody, you know, every, every, uh, every 30 seconds, at least, you know, or, you know, I, I try what I tried to do, keep my head low and walk straight and just keep going, going real quick because then <laughs> nobody can stop you. Right. And then I would, you know, I would take him into shade and let him walk around and everything. I think um, what, you know, I learned a lot from going to this first convention and I think next year, we're just going to walk around in the quack wagon and have a little setup for him, maybe in the Poda area, if they're nice enough to do that. Um, they were wonderful. And just to have a little place for him to hang out so that, you know, he he's safe and everything. 
I was going to bring all three ducks this year, but that didn't work out quite the way I had anticipated because I decided to swing over to Connecticut and pick up household goods. And I just didn't have the room in my truck to bring three ducks and all my stuff. And, you know, if I broke down, it, it wouldn't be a good uh, a good experience. So maybe next year, I think that that will be the thing. And we're also we're planning on going to Hamcation in Orlando. Right, Mochi? Right. Yeah. Are you excited? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's ready. And um, I'll probably end up bringing all three ducks to that. Okay. Well, as, as long as things go according to plan, I will, I will see you there with all three ducks, but, Sounds good. um, it's, uh, it, you know, it's not every day you, you see, um, uh, a duck, you know, with people. And so that was, that was kind of a draw. And I know you, you had tons and tons of people wanting pictures with Mochi and, yes. and to pet Mochi. And, and so that was a great yeah. experience. But, but what one, what, you know, you were talking about, you know, marketing your, your YouTube channel a little bit. Yes. Yes. And so, you know, this is the first year I haven't had Hammy, the Ham Talk Live mascot around. So I have this, <laughs> you know, somebody wear this pig outfit, you know, with the Ham Talk Live t-shirt going around at Dayton. And, and, you know, we figured out that, you know, we talked about having a booth and, and then I'm so tied up with Yoda and all this other stuff that I, I there was no way in the world I was going to have a podcast booth, but the best advertising was, was, you know, somebody in the pig costume walking around you right, know, for a couple right. of hours. We ended yep. up, you know, in the local newspaper and, you know, <laughs> everything else. And lots of people okay, took well, pictures. So, so you're on the right track. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe for Hamvention next year, I'll get a, I'll get in the uh, duck a duck suit and put my you know logo on a, on a shirt, uh, and we'll have a duck and a, a, a pig walking around. Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> that would be, that would be. I, ha- I have my little my little my little stickers here, and my and my koozie, and and my uh, and my mochi uh, notebook sitting here. Yep. As, as yep. we're doing this, that uh, Junie was kind enough to to give me at at Hamvention as well, but. Um, how how is that for you though? I mean that that's uh, it wore it wore mochi out, but but you've got to got to take the quack mobile out, you know the quack yep, wagon. Yep. Uh, you know how how was that for you dealing with the the massiveness of of Hamvention? <laughs> you know it was way more overwhelming than I thought it was going to be, but almost in a good way. I think if I didn't have mochi with me, it would have just been very plain. You know, you go around, you spend a ton of money that you don't really need to be spending money on. And, you know, on, on radio equipment and such. I mean, who who doesn't go to a hamvention and spend some money? Now, uh, I have to say, I was exhausted by the end of the day. And, and I do have health issues. And they started, things started to bubble up as, you know, the day progressed. I knew when my time was you know, um, when, when it was time, you know what I'm saying? So by the end of the day, I was pretty exhausted and each day was a little bit more exhausting, but you know what? We ended up going out and doing kayaking, even in the evening sometimes, or just fishing something relaxing. So that after Hamvention, it was, it was, you know, it, it was fun. We had a good time. 
I can cook a mean steak on a fire. Let me tell you, I'm good at cooking steak. Yeah. Everybody's got their claims to fame. Uh, I'm good at <laughs> cooking over the fire. And that's what we did. I mean, I was exhausted. I was hungry. I was like, okay, get me some steak. Let's do it. So we made gumbo too. I brought some, uh, I brought some gumbo mix. It's not, you know, from scratch, but you know, this is the way that I, I, I wound down after such an event. Um, so yeah, I, I would have to say it was pretty overwhelming for my first time, but I think now that I have an idea of how big it is, how many people there are, I can plan better for next year. Yeah, I know. You know, we had planned on meeting up and it's like every time we turn around, we check our phones and it's like, oh, uh, 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 well, I can't right now. Oh, I can't yep. right now. Yep. <laughs> it's like, I get to meet uh, you. It's, it's, it, yeah, it, it was it was crazy. It was. And, and I was like, hold on, I'm coming. I'm coming me, from but, the women's yeah. conference. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I said it might take me 45 minutes or an hour to get to you, but just. Stay there. Stay at the Yoda booth. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, we got it. So, so let me ask you this: out out of all the the photos with with Bochi, what was the most interesting photo op at Hamvention? I have to say, it would be him sitting on his bag or on something. I can't remember what it was in the Poda booth with a Poda. He has a, they gave him a badge that says park quactivator and it has Mochi's name on it and it's got the parks on the air symbol and he's sitting on his bag and I have the POTA, the POTA sign in the background. It, that was my favorite photo that he took at Hamvention. I think that was the best. Besides meeting some of the youth, there was a, um, Abigail. That's the other, if, if you want to talk about people meeting Mochi and getting a photo with him. I would have to say Abigail, who who does 4-H and lives in Xenia, um, she's not a ham yet, but she's looking forward to becoming a ham. And Carlos was doing his skydive mobile uh, activation or whatever, you know, jumping off oh, out of a yes, plane. Yes, yes. And they had um, ARRL pulled a whole bunch of the, you know, youngsters aside. And I happened to be standing there and they said, we need somebody's call sign because some of these, you know, some of the youth is not, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, licensed. licensed. Yeah. So yeah, they needed a call sign. I said, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll do it. And they paired me up with Abigail and I asked her, you know, are you planning on becoming uh you know, ham radio operator and all this stuff? And she's like, yeah, I'm so into this. I'm so excited. And you know, we got to know each other and because she did 4-H, you know, she got to meet Mochi and oh my gosh, it was like, you know, they, they fell in love and I got this picture of them with me and I just, I'm so happy. And, uh, she reached out to me and messaged me, um, on, I guess on our page, on our website. And unfortunately, it doesn't show an email that it was sent from. It just kind of comes from, and, and she's like, I'm so, I'm looking forward to meeting you again. And, you know, thank you for everything. And I'm getting my license. And it, it really felt great. Like that photo encompasses what I am trying to, to, to have happen, you know, um, that was my first interaction really with the youth. And I was more than willing to help. Uh, I think that it's important to, you know, to do that. So yeah, that would probably be, those two photos would be probably the most memorable out of everything. Right, Pachi? All right. Yep. 
All right. Well, we're going to take a break right now. And when we come back, we're going to talk some more with Mochi and Junie. And we're going to talk about the uh, the Ham and Quackers channel. So we'll do that right after this word from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. Thanks for choosing Tower Electronics. How may we help you today? We have PL259s. We have in connectors. We have SMA adapters. We have BNC adapters. What can I show you today? Where's the tower? Well, we don't actually have a tower with us, but we have all kinds of things you can use with a tower. We have power poles, antennas, soldering irons and meters. Where's the tower? (laughs) Ma'am, that's the name of our company. We can't haul towers to all the ham fests across the country that we visit, but we have almost every connector and adapter you would need to connect your antenna that's on your tower. I don't think there's a tower back there. I really don't. Tower Electronics. Visit us at a ham fest near you or call 920-435-2973 or see our whole catalog at bl-259.com. Sorry, one thing we don't have is a tower. So on the Tower Electronics Ham Fest schedule, July 29th, they'll be in Winchester, Indiana. And August 5th, they'll be in Elkhart, Indiana. August 12th, they'll be in Huntington, West Virginia. And then the next week, they'll be in Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, but you can visit them anytime at pl-259.com. Ham Talk Live with Neil Rap. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. Be sure you check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We post uh, about upcoming shows there and uh, some other stuff from time to time. So make sure you uh, you add us to your social media uh, repertoire. Uh, okay, well, we're going to get back to Mochi and Junie in just a minute. But right now, it's time for the N9GSU Joke of the Week. Now it's time for the Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week, the part of the show where Rick tells us a ham radio joke. The Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week is brought to you by QRM Labs. Now, here's Rick Garrett in 9GSU with today's Ham Talk Live Joke of the Week. My buddy and I were doing a POTA activation last week, and it required quite a hike to get to the top of the hill where we were going to activate from. As we were hiking up the trail, we came across this beautiful flowering tree. And my buddy says, what kind of tree is that? I said, it's a dogwood. He said, how did you know that? I said, by its bark. This has been the Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week with Rick Garrett in 9GSU. Tune in again next week for another joke from Rick. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. We're here with Junie N1DUC and Mochi. Say hi, Mochi. Say hi. Mochi. You want to say hi? Oh, he's getting tired. I don't know. Mochi's getting tired. Okay. There we go. There we go. Are you done, Mochi? You want to quack? Come on. Yeah. Say hi. Say hi, Mochi. Oh, he's... 
He's speechless. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> what can well, I say? He has his moments where he's really chatty, yeah. and then he has his moments where he's not. But generally speaking, when I'm operating on HF, if yeah, I throw that every, microphone in front of him, he is on it. <laughs> yeah, every time I turn on a video camera, here comes Rainbow the Cat. It, 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 it just happens. <laughs> Well, let's talk a little bit about the Ham and Quackers YouTube channel. Now, you've started this up, and, and mm-hmm. you know, I know that, uh, that you know, you want to educate people a little bit about domesticated ducks as well as ham radio and portable operations. And, and, and I, I love the, the catchphrase, quacking up the ham radio community one ham at a time. So tell us a little bit about Ham and Quackers. Sure, of course. Okay, so... I And a lot of people ask me, why a duck? Why a duck? And, and I raised ducks as a child, and I, got, I connected with them. They have this, because they imprint on their owners, you know, they follow you around. They really think that they are, you know, your mom. And I love the connection. And I've always enjoyed sharing my animals with others. And what a, what a better way to do that and educate people not only about ham radio, but about ducks and animals in general is to have a YouTube channel. And what my my mission is, um, and this is my mission statement, is to motivate individuals to become excited about amateur radio, participate in activities, support the hobby through education, and ultimately keep the spirit of amateur radio alive. So the mission is basically, you know, get on the air and do what you can to help others to get there. Um, my My goal with this YouTube channel, I've got, 41 videos, I think, posted that's mixed with live videos and some shorts that I did. But my goal is to get people who are new, um, you know, interested and in understanding the different facets of the hobby. You know, and for people who have been hams for a while, I just want to have a place where people can come to learn about the hobby and feel comfortable doing so. Um, a lot of people can be very, you know, intimidating. There are some people who are mic shy. I know a lot of uh, YLs or young ladies that, you know, they don't feel comfortable. They've been licensed for years, but they don't feel comfortable talking. Sometimes they just do FT8, but they don't want their voice to be heard over, you know, a microphone. And I just hope that, you know, this can inspire those to to do that. And also the youth is where it's at. And I do hope to become more involved in getting the youth involved. Um, you know, Mochi is just, he's my, he's my pet, but he also loves ham radio. I mean, he gets on the air. He's not just a mascot necessarily. I want people to know that, you know, this, this hobby is, it's just so vast and, and so wonderful. And the people are amazing. I actually, somebody, when, when Mochi was hot, I mean, it was hot. I didn't have an umbrella. I didn't have anything to shade him while I was walking around. And some guy came by and I, and I had just said to my friend, you know, I could really use an umbrella. Some guy walks by 30 seconds later, hands me an umbrella. I mean, who does that? You know, Uh, I just feel like the, the family and, and parks on the air definitely has a family. Um, it's, it's a close knit group and I really hope that people who are not a part of it, but are interested can come into it. And when they watch the YouTube channel, they feel like, Oh, I can do this. It's feasible. It's not so big, you know, um, yeah. that's, that's yeah. what I'm trying to do. Yeah. And, and, and 
you know, mochi's a great way to kind of break the ice with that and, you know, yeah. and show, you know, you can, you can have fun with this. It's not just, you know, let's, let's build everything, you know, that, that's right, a great right. facet of the hobby, but it's not the only one. And, Correct. and so you can have, you can have some fun with this. So, yes. um, I'm just glad yes. that you're having some fun, uh, getting out there with, uh, with the uh, Poda uh, operations and other uh, lighthouses and all that, and, and and you know take Mochi along at times, and it it, it draws attention, and, and and the more people are aware of ham radio, I think the the, the better off we are. Uh, I, I'm I'm kind of yes. you know fighting this whole HOA thing right now, and, and it's oh, like boy. you know I I, I, I you know I want to I want to talk to our our people and get them to realize you know what ham radio is and no i don't want to put up a you know a 200 foot tower in my backyard i just want to string up a piece of wire and (laughs) you know uh if people don't know about it then they're they're not going to to you know be as likely to to say yes and and so i think the more that we can make people aware of it even if they they don't become hams um, the more mainstream it is, you know, the, the better off we're all going to be. And I think that's uh, that's where that can that can help out a lot. And uh, so well, and I think that sounds the, like a great one of the great plan. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, so one of the things that I found is when I tell people about amateur radio from the start, and they're not licensed, they go, "Well, you could just pick up your your cell phone and talk to that person." And I go. That isn't the case if your cell phone towers are down. Well, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll get fixed. They'll, de- I said, well, if you have a hurricane, let's, let's remember Hurricane Katrina, you know, how long yeah. were they without cell phone service? I mean, we're talking weeks, maybe even months. So, you know, people, I, I think don't, the general public doesn't understand how important it is to know how to use emergency communications. And also have a good time, you know, just socializing. I think the coolest thing about amateur radio, and, and I still, it still puts chills down my, you know, I, I get goosebumps on the back of my neck. So when you make that contact, you know, with this antenna, that really is is not much more than a wire, right? And you make a contact in like, you know, Puerto Rico. You don't even know the person. Or, you know, you make a contact in poland or germany or you know oh gosh anybody who gets new zealand or australia i haven't made that contact yet but to say that you did it and you might not know the person but the idea that you even were able to speak with somebody bouncing the signal off the atmosphere it's amazing it's mind-blowing i mean even morse code you know to think about cw and sending morse code as a means of communication and that it actually works we are it is scientifically, it is an amazing thing. And yeah, okay, I could go on my cell phone and call you too, but I like the challenge because my brother, he's up in Virginia. I'm down in Mississippi. My friend Angela, uh, N3ARB and her husband, um, Matt, that's K2EAG, which you'll see on the show. You know, they live up in New York and we actually over the weekend, we were able to make contact on 20 meters. And it's that challenge of like, are we going to be able to make it? 
can we make it happen? And then once, once you get it down and, you know, you might have a, a house and, you know, an antenna at your house and it's very consistent. You know, you keep it up all the time. So you're pretty much going to have consistent results. Well, then you start getting into home building. And then when you make it, you know, a card antenna, then you start, like my brother is always trying new antennas. So he'll be like, Hey, Mochi, stop. Sorry. He was touching the computer. Um, Uh-oh. <laughs> Distractions, sorry, duck distractions. Put yeah, duck distractions. Um, yes. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> my brother will make an antenna and want me to test it out with him because he knows consistently my antenna does work, but will his work? So we have a lot of fun. It's just a, a great hobby, and it brings people together. And regardless of how you know you're able to communicate, so. Uh, my YouTube channel, I try to make it fun. I don't want it to be boring. I don't want it to be me sitting at a table or a bench at a park making contacts. It's about showing people what's out there. You know, some people aren't going to like what I what I put out there. I mean, not everybody's going to enjoy the show. And I knew that from the start. So, you know, for example, my video about, you know, being a member of a club and why and how important it is. Well, I'm not talking about the people who are older who have been doing this for a long time and they've been hurt by, you know, going to a club that didn't work for them. There are clubs out there. You're, you're always going to have politics in a club. There's always going to be something like that. But if it overall is educating, is educating its members and getting people on the air and is a positive experience, then that, I mean, I wouldn't know as much as I did. I wouldn't have learned as quickly as I did if I didn't have a club. So sometimes the clubs are great and sometimes they're the, you know, let's meet on a Saturday morning and have breakfast, which is fine. That's perfectly fine. But, you know, you have to take this for that. You know, some, some clubs, they end up shutting down because there is so much, there are so many problems. So you have to take things, you know, one step at a time, one day at a time, right? So some of these videos yeah. I post, yeah. I think, You'll find our, I just had a recent one of us doing the kayak activation from Cowan Lake State Park with my friends, um, Angela and Matthew. And we had such a blast. And I show, okay, this is us doing daytime. This is us doing nighttime. And then what did we use? How do we put it together? You know, how can I help those people who want to do something like this, who have kayaks, get on the air or somebody who doesn't have a kayak and they thought it was so cool. Well, now they know what products to kind of search for, what things to look out for so that they can do it too. The goal is to get people on the air and having fun. Well said. I know. Well said. (laughs) (laughs) Quacking up the ham radio community one ham at a time. So there we go. Well, Junie, tell everybody uh, how to find Ham and Quackers, and, and then sure. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. Okay, so we have a website. It's hamandquackers.com. You can also go to our YouTube channel, which is Ham and Quackers seventy three. Um, we have an about section, which also links you to our Facebook. We're working on an Instagram. You know, once again, we just started this YouTube channel and we're still, you know, working on, on building a social media base. Right now, YouTube is where we're really on, where, what we, what we do. 
But uh, on our Facebook page, we do update it, and, and we try to just reach out to everybody. But, yes, Ham and Quackers 73 uh, on YouTube. And, well, we hope to we hope to see you there. It's a fun little channel, and we're... We're trucking along. That's as I like to say. We're trucking along. Right, Mochi? Yeah. All right. Mochi got a little a couple of words in there. So Yeah. Well, thanks so much for, for coming back and uh and talking about this and and uh, we'll be watching the, the ham and quackers uh YouTube channel and, and looking forward to seeing you and Mochi uh down at Hamcation and, and probably I'm guessing next year at Hamvention as well. Um and uh thanks for, for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Quack quack. Quack quack. Bye Mochi. Say bye. Yep. All right, so that is a wrap for this edition of Ham Talk Live. I'd like to thank my guest, Junie Casson, N1DUC, and everybody out there in cyberspace for listening, and invite you back next time. And uh, we'll we'll be gone for a couple of weeks here again, um, getting ready to leave for Ottawa for Yoda Camp. So make sure you listen uh, for VE3 Yoda. And, and Junie, I, I know you'll be interested in this. We're, we're going to have 15 QRP stations on the air from a twofer in Ottawa. So it's the, the Rideau Canal and the Experimental Farm. Uh, so we'll have 15 uh, stations on the air simultaneously on every band and mode we can come up with. <laughs> Uh, to keep them all separated um, for for a parks on the air activation um, one day, so make make sure you you check that out. But listen for VE three Yoda and um, check out youthontheair.org for a, a schedule for all of that. And for a schedule of upcoming guests, visit hamtalklive.com. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB nine VPG, saying seven three seven five. May the good DX be yours. For 73, to you and your family, I'll be seeing you further down the law. Your 73, to you and your family, I'll be seeing you further down the law. It's hard to believe that you're because you sound just like a local up here. Why don't those whistling Mediterraneans check if your frequency's clear? We're warm and cozy in our shacks. We have talked about thousands of things about shoes.